Did your wife ever listen to it? He's heard it. Okay. She 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 liked it. It it make I it really makes me uncomfortable for her to l- listen to that song for some reason. I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. I was gonna say it doesn't make her. It makes you uncomfortable. So, wonder why. Uh, I think because I can't make it better. Ah. Uh, I mean, I I, I do. No, acknowledging it makes it acknowledging it for her has to mean something. I, I think it did, but she's heard it so many times now. She's over it. And more, she's like, whatever. That's that's not getting you any. <laughs> <laughs> that trash still needs to go out. Like some songs are just awkward to re-listen to. And then there are a few other songs that, you know, there was one other song that on our last EP that I I recorded, but I felt like I had to record it. It wasn't. It was one of the harder songs to write. Probably one of the hardest, but anyway, that was a, that one is called uh, Sarah's Creek. It's, mm. That one's a hard one too, but that one's not on this either. So I apologize for mentioning it. <laughs> so the last one that you sent me is my favorite is Bullets. And I know you said you co, that was a co-writing thing, wasn't it? And so that was an interesting one. So uh, typically, my co-writes have always been, you know, in a band setting, mm-hmm. or you know, and this guy is up in up in the New York area, and and he, I was looking for some songwriters that year, some people to throw ideas around and see what happened. Not actually knowing if I could do a long distance songwriting relationship. And so he reached out to me and he goes, Hey, I've heard the stuff you're doing and uh, I want to write with you. And he goes, I have this idea. And so he sent me the music to the verse mm-hmm. and we started working on that. And, uh, and it's kind of a weird song because it has a, <laughs> an REM Metallica accept feel to it. Cause like the verse to me is more of an REM kind of sound. Mm-hmm. And then the, the little walk up, that little bridge before you get to the chorus is a, has that balls to the wall, except kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't know if you're, that's a, like a really old song, but anyway, and then the, the chorus has a Metallica feel. And so that was a, that was a hard song to write and even harder to sing. I had to have an operation on one of my testicles to be able to hit some of those notes. <laughs> Uh, they're not actually that high for people with a range that was an interesting song a lot of people think of that as you know gun violence and things like Mm. that definitely the chorus sounds like it's more about gun violence but the the actual meaning of the song is there are things you do and you say that you can never take back and the, the song is about two people that do and say things that have had great damage on their family and friends and and separated them from the people they love because they've done some pretty horrible things. All the instrumental parts yeah. in there are really good. And I didn't do, the only thing I did was the acoustic guitar. The, it's really, it's a nice recording. It is. But, it's a uh, good song. I really like it. Thank you, ma'am. But, um, but I do like writing a lot and I love arranging. I love working with people and, uh, there's something really cool about working with someone and you um, 
you're working like bullets. That one was really hard to write. And then on top of it, it was really hard to sing. Mm. Um, but um, like James Hetfield would have killed it. No problem. But, right. But um, but for me, it was really hard. So I was working with him and it took us a, like a month to really hammer out what the music sounded like and what it was about. And, and once we finally got it, we had it written like in one day, you know, exchanging emails and texts and stuff like that. Right. But it, it was a long pre pre-writing time period trying to lock into what we were. And so we kind of had to get to know each other too. Ron's a, a fun guy, you know, and he was at that point in time, I don't want to give up too much of his stuff, but he had some stuff going on in his life and he had some things falling apart that he did not want to fall apart and he kind of felt abandoned. And so me and him, we kind of bond over that because because we've both experienced that stuff in life and it's it's not hard for me to immediately go there for some reason Mm -hmm. i mean that's where that that song came from yeah i was i was hoping someone would pick it up but you know how that is sometimes you never know Mm -hmm. you know as a musician and player you you sometimes i'm and i'm glad i'm not there anymore Mm -hmm. Uh, but you get frustrated that you can't get any traction sometimes. Yeah. You just, you know, you're playing, you're playing, you're trying to do a good job and you just can't do it. And I've kind of, I'm kind of through that stuff at this point. I'm just really happy to be writing and playing now, you know, as far as my own personal stuff, I'm always working on that and I always want that to be as good as it can be. Cause like right now, you know, I see holes in my songwriting stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think my lyrics are as good as they should be. And so I'm really examining, I'm going back to all my old songs that, are, that I'm going to record for the next thing. And I'm like, okay, how can I make these lyrics better and still convey the same information? And so, so and that sucks because I hate doing that. I don't mind working on music over and over. But is it the lyrics that, that get you? Yeah, I get hung up on the lyrics sometimes. If I'm truly upset, like either angry or sad, lyrics come out with no problem. They're detailed. They're but you know, I want to be able to write and not be a basket case. You know, <laughs> is that possible? Uh... I don't know. Let me 
added a new drummer and I moved my old drummer to percussion and uh, we've got a we've got a n- new uh, bass player too so uh-huh. it's interesting getting used to them and how they play because if something cool happens when we're playing it doesn't matter if it, where it happens I start laughing because I get excited <laughs> so then you look like the crazy one <laughs> yeah so I'll be sitting there and I'll be trying to sing a song and CJ's a drummer and he'll like do something that I was like, Oh, that sounded so good. And so I'll start laughing <laughs> or, the, or the guitarist does something. Ray, Ray does something really crazy. Cause those two guys are really good musicians. I mean, not that the other guys aren't, but those guys are like crazy, insane, not of this earth. Good. Yeah. So it's, but I just start laughing. I think one time I just ended up, I had to stop the song because I was laughing so hard because he was playing all this crazy rhythms and stuff. Yeah. So who's all in the band now? Um, there's me and mm-hmm. I'll do the, uh, I'll do the vocals and the acoustic guitar. And then we have Ray Keynes and he's mm-hmm. our guitarist. And he's, uh, he is, that dude is a freaking rock star. He's funny though. He wears this wife's skinny jeans. No. So, 
So we have a running joke. He's like, I just want to feel younger. (laughs) That's not helping. Tight jeans are not helping you feel younger. They may help with your vocal range, but, but, um, but yeah, he's just, he's just a rock star. I mean, he, when we have people record us or take pictures, like 95% of the pictures are of him because he's just so he, I keep telling him, dude, you need to go and be a solo guy too. And he's like, eh, that's too much work. Yeah, at least he's honest. <laughs> um, and then we have a, a guy named John on the bass, and John's uh, kind of an introspective individual. He's twisted though. He uh, he doesn't always say something funny, but when he does, I laugh uncontrollably. And uh, he's he's good though. He's solid. Has good theory, and helps me explain the stuff in my head to the other guys. And so he's kind of my conduit to the other guys because I get all wrapped up in what's going on in my head and I'm trying to explain it and still hear it at the same time. Yeah. And so he'll be like, so are you saying blah, 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 blah? And I was like, yeah, or no. or uh, And then on, the, then on the percussion, we have Emilio. And Emilio's been with me since about 2007. And I've always wanted a band that was almost had a Latin feel to it. Yeah. Almost a Santana feel. Um mm-hmm. And then, you know, my favorite band is The Refreshments. And I don't know if you've heard of them. They were out of the Tempe area. I came up a little bit after the Gin Blossoms did. They have a song. They're probably their biggest song was um, Banditos. The main course on that song is everybody knows the world is full of stupid people. Meet me up at midnight. We'll divvy up there. <laughs> so yeah. so and they kind of have a Latin feel to them. And so I think I have it now. And then we have CJ on drums and he's just a monster. He's just, he's, he's constantly talking. He will be trying to try, trying to do something. And he'll, he's always talking. He's, he's, playing. he's talking to himself. He's talking to his drum sticks. He's, he's, he just talks and then I'll say something and he'll heckle me from behind, but he's, he's funny. He's, he's, and he's like a ball of energy. It's crazy how much energy he has. He has more energy than everyone else in the band. Combined? Combined. Wow. So when are you thinking that the new stuff's going to be released? Is that something you're working on right now? Are you guys writing right now? Uh, I'm still working that out. Um, I'm getting quotes. I kind of want to do something different. I want to go with the same producer because he makes my vocals sound like I actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's always nice. <laughs> I, I want to record this praise and worship song that my grandpa always wanted me to do a Christian song. Mm-hmm. So I've always had this praise and worship song that I wrote out of the Bible. And I was just like, well, it doesn't fit my thing. And the producer was like, man, just put your stuff down and record it. He goes, people don't like it. They just won't listen. He goes, All right, they'll skip that track. Just, just do your thing. And so I've been, I have the, all the instrumental done. I just need to go in and do the lyrics. So I think I'm going to just do that one as a single And Cause it's kind of, I want to do it for my grandpa, you know, and just get that done. Um, he's been dead for a while, but he just always wanted to, me to do something that wasn't perverted, sarcastic, He's like, can you do one for me? Just give me the one. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to do that. And then I have a bluegrass song 
that I'm trying to do. And it's, it's just all weird stuff now. Um, because I'm trying to develop my catalog as a songwriter and I don't want all my shit to sound the same. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these songs, you know, these, these ones I want to use to develop my catalog, I can't put them on a uncle Brent and the no stone album because we don't sing about God and Jesus at our shows. He's there. He's at the corner of the bar drinking a beer going, God, man, I should have given this guy more talent. But, um, <laughs> I doubt that. you know, and then the bluegrass song is something that's kind of cool that I always wanted to do. And then I want to do, I'm working on a heavy rocker. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm going to have to find another vocalist to do it though. Well, I want to do the metalcore stuff or write like a Like screamo kind of shit? Yes. But it hurt me yeah. when I do it. <laughs> well, you have to do it a certain way or it can actually do real damage. Yeah. It was funny when I was recording one of the songs, I was, I was trying to uh, explain what I wanted to do with it. And the, the guy, the engineer just said, just stop. He was like, just, just do this. And it, it turned out fine, you know, the recording of the song. It hasn't had the edge it needed mm-hmm. because of that. And that, that's the thing, it, if you're a songwriter, sometimes what you hear in your head or you write down on paper, you, you can't always get it out the way it needs to sound. And so it always feels kind of incomplete, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So, so I struggle a lot with that. Um, so what advice would you give somebody who wants to songwrite specifically or play even? Uh, I think there are kind of three factors that lead to success. You have to have skill. You have to be skillful okay. at what you're doing. So that means you need to practice. Then when you're done practicing, you practice. And then when you're done with that, you go ahead and practice some more. <laughs> the yeah. other thing, you have to be so well practiced that when the time comes to do it, and you have the opportunity, it's timing. You need to be at the right place in the right time. And you don't have control over that. So that's why you need to refer to practice, practice, practice all the time. And then the final thing is luck. And this is what you really don't have <laughs> have control of. No. Um, and so that's, you know, so you try to practice, you try to be at the right place at the right time. And then you just need to find the right people or right person and search for that. And as far as songwriting, if it, just try. When I was younger, I pretty much betrayed myself because I was so afraid of failure and not being any good. And the funny part is, is it doesn't matter if, you mm-hmm. fail, if you're not good, if you love doing it. You know, you just be the worst you can be. Just just do be the worst you can be and don't worry about it. If um if you want to be good at something, you'll be good at something. You just have to put in the time and you'll be fine. But, you know, and find other people that are as passionate as you are. And that's kind of hard to find because everyone's normally at different places. I mean, that's why you see a bunch of garage bands that never make it out of the garage because they're not at the same level. Maybe maybe skill set or maybe just emotional maturity, you know, commitment. People get pregnant. Stuff happens. People get pregnant. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say, you know, just work hard, make good decisions, practice, practice, practice. 
Doug. Thanks again, Brent, for your time. I appreciate you. Thank you for all that listened or streamed or downloaded or whatever the hell you do. If you like what you heard here, there are links to all of Uncle Brent and the No Stone in the description. Don't forget to like and follow Sound Pollution on all the listening the listening platforms or whatever, and social media. Also check out the website, which is down in the description. And until next time, get out there and make some noise.